for today's podcast. Dr. Smith, you're back with us. It's another board recap. We had a school board meeting last night, so thanks for taking the time. We're going to go through another school board meeting. Sounds great. So just as a reminder to get into the board docs, if you go on the EVSC homepage, go on to About Us, click on Board of School Trustees, and then you'll be able to then to access board docs. And then simply click where it says click here, and it will take you straight to board docs. And once again, I think it's important to note too, now it's not active now, but that's also what you just did where you would go on the Friday or weekend before school board meeting if you want to register for our town hall format, which has been very successful. So Correct. you could then submit something prior to a Monday meeting. Very good. And then back on board docs, simply would click on the date that you uh, would choose to review. We're going to review May the 24th, click on view the agenda, and then it brings up the agenda right there for you. So <clears throat> roll call, Pledge of Allegiance. I think we know what those are. You want to spend just a few seconds on uh, the good news that you Yeah. You know, we had a lot of great things to recognize last night. One of our EVSC resource officers was recognized. He does a lot of great things in the school he works in, Fred Schleter. Um, we also had a, one of our retiring teachers who just won three awards last week, uh, Educator Awards, Pat Carter, who is retiring from New Tech Institute, long history with EVSC. So proud of him for that. Uh, we wished well, wished congratulations to Central High School Science Team, the Academic Super Bowl. If you haven't seen those before, they're such exciting competitions and so much preparation goes into that. So congrats to them. And then and also... They won state. They did. They won state. Yes, thank you. in the science category. So kudos to them. And then we also recognize the fact that last week we had 16 graduates out at AmeriQual in our RAMP program that were recognized. They got their high school diplomas. Um, just the amount of pride that was part of that celebration from not only the students who were certainly proud of themselves and deservedly so, but the ramp staff, our teachers, and then our AmeriQual friends, our partners there, that just a phenomenal partnership and uh, just a great event to celebrate last week. Yeah, and I would echo that the AmeriQual partnership is phenomenal and, and they have stated that it has impacted them in ways that they never dreamt possible. So. And, I, and I think, too, and you've certainly said this, Dr. Smith, that is something that sets not only our school corporation, but really our community apart and was really apparent during this pandemic over the last year and a half, just the partnerships we have. And that AmeriQual one is an example of a phenomenal partnership. Yes, it is. We're, we're blessed to have them in our community. Definitely. Well, you want to take us through consent items. Certainly. So 2.01 would be the minutes of the regular meeting on May the 10th, as well as executive session on May the 17th. So you would be able to click on that and uh, be able to read the minutes there. Uh, when we look at 2.02, that's consideration of allowance of payments. Over this two-week period of time, it was $11,630,145.02. So you can click on the PDF there and look at all of the payments that were made in the past two weeks. Item 2.03 is a resolution to transfer funds from the education fund to the operations fund. As we've said a few times on our podcast, uh, a few years ago, the state changed uh, the funds that were associated with school districts instead of the general fund, uh, which was really like a, a checkbook. And then our levy funds, our tax property tax funds, they moved to an education fund and operations fund. But they still basically put the money in the education fund, even though there are certain expenses that are uh, necessary in a school district from an operations perspective that are not 
uh, able or not allowable in the education fund. So that's why four times a year we transfer money from the education fund into the operations fund. And this is simply uh, a requirement in state law that we do that on a, a quarterly basis. Okay. Then moving on to 2.04, uh, there are two uh, renewal agreements with Vector Solutions. This first one um, is what we refer to as safe schools. It really does provide uh, online training for all of our school employees. And the one of the very nice aspects of this is they provide outstanding videos mm. uh, for required training that educators in Indiana uh, must complete. But they also have the capability to allow us to use the talents of our very talented communication staff so that we can upload videos that are specific to EVSC. So this was a renewal. And uh, fortunately, and, and you know, I, I do have to say in terms of efficiency, not only are you getting excellent information to employees for training, but, you know, gone are the days of having to bring people down necessarily to a large meeting. Not that we couldn't still do that in normal times anyway, but just to be able to put those videos out, whether it's it's their in-house catalog, or as you said, us creating our own, really is an efficient way to reach all employees. Certainly was, and this is another example of how blessed we were pre-pandemic to have so many uh, technology solutions already embedded in our district, because during the pandemic, as you said, when we could not gather together, individuals could still access the required training, uh, really, from the comfort of their own home. Uh, moving on then to 2.05, uh, Teach Point is really, uh, it's the the development or the professional development web-based software. All of our teachers are required to renew their licenses, and this keeps track of the professional development opportunities that our teachers have taken advantage of. Much different than what you and I remember from many, many years ago, the yellow catalog that we actually put together, and you would actually cut out a slip of paper in the back and send it in. That seems like a lifetime ago, but this is definitely a much uh newer version of that. It's probably because it was a lifetime ago, but, <laughs> but also when we just think about the efficiencies of this, definitely fewer touches and an individual can, can basically submit once again from their own desk and, and not have to have others handle those papers. Um, I think it is very, very convenient definitely. and efficient. 2.06 renewal agreement with Aramark Uniform Services. We use their uh, products for both food service and supportive services. So you can see the contract that we renewed there and pleased that uh, the price did not go up this year. When we look at 2.07, the renewal agreement with the Jostens, this is for diplomas. So you can see what the price was and what the price um, went to, a slight increase. 2.08, uh, and 2.09 are, are somewhat unique. This is uh, an allowance that is provided for school districts, uh, and it's according to rules established by the Indiana Department of Education as well as the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So EVSC qualifies as a school food authority. So then we can furnish uh, food services to ARC Crisis Child Care Center as well as to the Rising Stars Child Care LLC. And that really helps, I think, those entities as well as it helps us with staffing uh, and, and to actually uh, pay for the services that we provide over the summer for our students. And then moving on to 2.10 uh, to approve VOIA financial resolution. We're really excited to be able to move to VOIA, uh, the retirement benefits that our employees have, as well as uh, VEBA and, and other uh, related employee benefits. 
that will be housed under Voya, uh, fewer user fees and one access point. So we think that this is certainly a a huge benefit for our employees. Yeah, and I've been a part of some of those meetings, and Voya certainly has proven to be a really excellent company to deal with, so efficient, so knowledgeable on top of things. This is going to be a good change for our employees. Yes, and I think it's also emblematic of, while it appears as one action item on this agenda, this is the result of years' worth of work and effort Yes, and getting many, many different entities involved, but uh, it will pay big dividends for our employees. And then finally, under consent 2.11, which is consideration to the renewal of the agreement with Entrato uh, School Messenger. So do you want to discuss what that is? Yeah, so that this is the company we utilize for a few different things for both the EVSC website, the district website, evscschools.com. All of our schools have their own website full of information. Uh, so so they manage and, and create all of these, of course, with the information we submit. And then also our notification system goes through them. So, of course, that's something we've had in place uh, for some time now. We've been with this company since 2016, but that is our phone, email, and text notification system. So all of this is about communicating and getting information out to all of our community. And we do rely on this uh, very heavily. I know Sarah DeWitt, who does a phenomenal job in the communications office, actually had designed and had ready to go 80 different additional school-based websites in the event that we would have had to close schools this past year because of the pandemic or in the event that we would have had to deploy a hybrid schedule. Fortunately, we didn't have to use any of those websites or those schedules, but they were ready in the event that we needed to. Well, and as you said, it was so vital for us to be ready. We couldn't sit back and wait and then react. So we were ready. And speaking of that, I know, and you mentioned Sarah, she does a great job with web design and works closely with them. We're actually, and she, I give the credit to her working with them, has created all new school websites in a much more organized, visually appealing format. And we think those could go live in the next two to three weeks. That's been a long process of her working with School Messenger um, to get those up. So we're excited about that. We think it really captures and helps organize school-based information in a better platform for the individual school websites. So you can look forward to seeing those soon. Very, very good. Moving on then to uh, personnel recommendations, item 3.01. Those are there for your perusal. Uh, And then the only action item we had, 4.01, was consideration to approve the uh, Promethean panel upgrades for elementary school classrooms. Uh, This is the final phase. We've already upgraded middle school, high school, and K-8, so we will now uh, retrofit the balance of our over 1,500 classrooms by finishing up our elementary school. And these are amazing. They're really like a giant iPad on the wall. These are no longer even tied necessarily to the individual teacher computer. It is a standalone device and really is amazing how they incorporate this technology in all the classrooms. It is, and and very grateful for our board. Um, They have invested in technology because they know that that's how our students learn best. Uh, It replaces what uh, you and I had in school, which was called a chalkboard. Yes. Uh, These chalkboards, if you will, the modern day chalkboard, though, this iteration is $6,000 per Promethean panel. And when you and I were in school, the chalkboard was installed when the school was built and probably wasn't changed. Right. So right. that's just one example of how we talked about efficiency earlier with uh, vector solutions, but yet we've reallocated resources in other areas to the benefit of our student. And this is just one example. So then moving on to uh, information items, item uh, 5.010203 and 04 are uh, financial um, 
documents for the board's review. Dr. Underwood uh, prepares these and provides these for our boards on a monthly basis. So if there are any questions, uh, if the public or patrons have any questions about these after you review them, uh, I think they could go to our website and ask us. Yes. Uh, type up a question. Yeah, you can always go to contact us on our website, and those questions come in, and we get those to the appropriate person to respond. So that's a great way to lift a question if you have one, especially after digging into some of these items that it can be com- somewhat complex sometimes. Yeah, and I know Dr. Underwood was on here in one of our earlier podcasts that went through the format Yes. with an explanation of what all of, of these meant. So the numbers have changed, but the rationale and the reason behind them certainly haven't. But uh, if you're interested in that, that is certainly an opportunity for you to gain further information. And I think it just shows that, and I know you pay very close attention to this too, but Dr. Underwood and his team truly are watching Every, literally every dime, every penny within our budget. And that's what you see on all of these documents. Absolutely. And then moving on to information item 5.05, which is the consideration of adult uh, school meal price increase. We are required under the community eligibility provision to annually review and adjust uh, the fees for those. So we did adjust both the breakfast and the lunch adult meals up 10 cents. Um but now the good news is for our students, which is under 5.06. Yes, very good news. All students will continue to receive free meals, that is breakfast and lunch, for next school year. That's the 2021-2022 school year. And that is courtesy of the U.S. Department of uh, Agriculture because they've extended the meal waivers for that entire school year. So that's a federal program. And uh, I know that that is very, very popular with all of our families. So Every little bit helps for all families. Absolutely. It certainly adds up. So we are, are very happy to be able to extend that and to notify the community of that extension. Okay. Um, and I think at the very end of the meeting, Dr. Smith, under continuing business, or I may have mentioned during good news about the fact that last night we had our class day programs that went out. Um, on social media, on EVSC and school-based Facebook pages. But then I know we're very excited about what we've got coming up um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. You just want to say that quickly. That's right. Uh, Last year, we were very disappointed that we could not have the graduation commencement ceremonies for the class of 2020 because of the pandemic. Fortunately and thankfully, we're blessed that conditions have changed this year to where we can have in-person graduation ceremonies. Uh, They are slated for outside, so we hope all the weather forecasters are working their magic so we have good evening uh, weather. But Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will attend eight commencement ceremonies for our high schools. And looking very, very forward to that. Long time coming, especially with last year. And we, I think the power of this is always, we're, it's just a celebration of every, all of these students. And we're all celebrating together with the families, the students, the staff. Uh, they're, they're pretty special evenings. Absolutely. Community-wide celebration. Definitely. Well, that wraps up um, another school board meeting. Dr. Smith, thanks for going through that information. We always appreciate this. We hope people find it helpful. Again, you can always go to evscschools.com for more information. Thanks for being here. Thank you.